Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to the 33rd episode of the GMN Journal podcast. I'm your host, Ben Beccarelli, and today uh, I am joined by uh, a familiar guest uh, for you guys, Dylan Waxman. What's up, guys? Um, we are going to do the summaries for all of the NFL games this weekend, and then, or this past weekend, and then we are going to do predictions for next week's games. So, we so the games I'm going to do, I'm going to do Texans Bills, and he's going to do Patriots Titans. Yeah. Then he's going to do Saints Vikings again, and I am going to do Seahawks Eagles because that was one of the most satisfying games I will ever watch. <laughs> Go Giants fan. Yeah, right. I mean, they kill me. Um. So, but I think we'll just get into it now. Um. I am going to start with the Bills Texans game. An Wait, game. actually, uh, real quick, um, before we get into oh, that, sponsor. Yeah. Um, can't forget about the sponsor. So uh, I'd like to thank him uh, for sponsoring this episode, Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. Uh, so if you're a small business and you're looking for an accountant to help with your tax needs, call Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. Chris J. Beccarelli. We don't forget about the little guys. All right, so thanks to him um, for sponsoring this episode, and I will uh, hand the mic uh, right back over to Dylan, and he will uh, left off where he stopped here. So this was an interesting game. It was Bills dominated for a while and then the Texans rallied back forcing it to well forcing it to overtime technically and then they won in overtime. So to start the game like 5 minutes in, the Bills jo- John Brown threw a the Bills wide receiver just to specify. John Brown threw a 16-yard pass to quarterback Josh Allen. That was Josh Allen's first career receiving touchdown. Then later in that quarter, the Bills... No, that's a lie. Then the quarter was done. Later in the second quarter, the Bills hit two field... Or in the second quarter, the Bills hit two field goals to make it a 13-0 score at halftime. Then in the second half, to start the second half, the Texans got a ball... Or got the ball kicked to them, and whoever was returning kind of caught the ball in the end zone and, like, fake took a knee, like, as if the play was dead. He then proceeded to throw the ball to the ref. The Bills decided, well, technically the play was never dead, and they returned it for a touchdown to make yeah. what would have made it a 19-0 game at the time. They ended up reviewing it and calling it back, so it was only 13 nothing. Though, later in that quarter, the Bills struck with six minutes and two seconds left and hit a... 38-yard field goal to make it 16-0. Then the next drive, the Texans drove all the way down to the field, down the field, and Deshaun Watson ran for 20-yard 20 20 touchdown. He then ran for the two-point conversion to make it a 16-8 game going into the second, going into the fourth quarter. Bills went three and out. Texans got the ball and hit a field goal to make it 16-11. Bills uh, didn't score again. The Texans got the ball, drove down the field. DeAndre Hopkins caught a bomb to put them in the red zone. Then Carlos Hyde caught a five-yard touchdown to put them in the lead. They got the two-point conversion to make it 19-16. Bills drove down the field like decently far, then got a penalty, and then they got sacked, and then they got another penalty. They went for it on fourth and 32 on like their own 40-something. And they didn't get it. Texans got the ball, just needed one first down to seal it. But they didn't get it. Bills, they went for it on fourth and one. They didn't get it. So the Bills had the ball in 
relatively decent field or field with relatively decent field position. Bills drove down the field and hit a 47-yard field goal as time expired to make it a 19-19 game going into overtime. Then the Texans, or they both, uh, proceeded to punt the ball. Texans got the ball back and drove down the field a little bit. Then play of the game. One of the best plays of the weekend, if not the best play of the weekend, Deshaun Watson snaps the ball and basically, like, was down. And then he kind of spun around doing some crazy Deshaun Watson-esque stuff and hit um, his running back for a lot of yards that put them in field goal range. Kaimi Fairbairn hit a field goal to send the Texans to the next round. Now here is the Patriots v. Titans summary. Yeah, all right, so uh, crazy recap or crazy game uh, between those two teams there. All right, so uh, we'll get into um, the uh, game here. All right, so... um, so early um, on in the game, uh, the Patriots would go down the field. Uh, first play of the game, um, they would go down the field and hit a f- uh, 36-yard field goal by Nick Folk um, to put them up three nothing um, with 12 minutes 37 seconds to go um, in the uh, in the uh, first quarter. Um, then the um, then nothing would happen for a little bit. Then um, then the uh, Titans would drive down the field and Ryan Tannehill. Um, would make a touchdown pass for 12 yards. Um, extra points good. Uh, Titans are up 7-3 um, with 5 minutes and 39 seconds to go uh, in the first quarter. Uh, then early on uh, in the second quarter, actually only 3 seconds in, uh, so the first play of the second quarter, um, Julian Edelman uh, takes an end around uh, for 5 yards uh, in for the touchdown. Extra point is good. Patriots go up 10-7. Uh, and then um, as time uh, rides, winds down uh, in the first half, uh, 2 minutes and 18 seconds to go, um, uh, Nick Folk hits a 21-yard field goal um, to put them up 13-7. Uh, then with only 35 seconds left uh, in the first half, um, uh, a drive would end for the Titans in a one-yard touchdown uh, by Derrick Henry uh, to put the score at 14-13 at the half. Uh, Titans would lead. All right, so then um, then uh, nothing would happen for a really, really long time, uh, not till uh, the final, uh, sec- final 15 seconds uh, of the game uh, with the Patriots trailing by just one, uh, hoping, hoping for a uh, Tom Brady miracle. Um, having the ball at only their uh, 20-yard line. However, Tom Brady um, would throw a pass intended for uh, Muhammad Sanu, and um, that would be intercepted um, and taken all the way back uh, for a touchdown um, to put or to uh, win the game uh, if it was not already uh, won uh, by the Titans to send them um, into um, the next round there. Um, So we'll move on to predictions. Oh, yeah, we'll do AFC predictions, I guess. So, two games that I don't think will be as competitive as the NFC ones. I like the NFC games better. That being said, I think this Chiefs-Texans game will be very good. Bills-Titans, or what? Ravens-Titans? I'm not as sure about. 
So we'll start with the, yeah, start with the Ravens Titans. Okay, Ravens Titans. Are we doing score predictions still? Uh, yeah, to sure. Why not? Um, so I think this is a game where the Titans are going to need to score as much as the Ravens, which I don't think will be the biggest problem because Tannehill's pretty good and Derrick Henry is a monster. Um, and the Ravens defense is a lot worse than advertised. But I don't think the Titans will be able to outscore the Ravens, really, just because, I mean, it's Lamar's second playoff game ever. He obviously lost that first one. I don't think that's a big deal. He's the NF- MVP of the NFL. I think the Ravens will win this game 30-20. to 20. Pretty close, but Ravens will get it done. All right, so um, I'll just make my prediction here. Um, as Dylan said, I agree with uh, most of the things he said there. Um the over/under for this game is a 47. So, um, so um, I'll make my prediction, and then I want to, and then uh, we can. I want actually want to do a quick um, over/under um, prediction, and the spread is um, the Ravens are favored by nine. So you can figure out with his prediction what his pick against the spread is. All right. So uh, anyway, I will go um, Ravens. Uh, we'll say 31. Um, seventeen. So that's over by one. Yeah. So I, so I have the over. Um, on that game. Um, the over on the forty-seven and the Ravens covering the spread. Um, you had. I had Ravens covering and. And over. Ra- yeah. Ah, uh, this or over the over under. All right, so we'll move on to the next game, which would be Houston, uh, Kansas City. Uh, this over under is fifty point five, and the spread is Chiefs are favored by nine point five. Give us your pick um, on the over under. Straight up, over under is fifty point five. So straight up, I'll go Chiefs in a well. Chiefs are my Super Bowl pick, just, uh, I mean, we're not going that far now, we're just, we're just doing the games this week, just to warn you, I am going Chiefs in a, also pretty close, or very close, uh, 34 to 31 win, so that, Texas, they don't cover, that is far over, yeah, um, Patrick Mahomes, man, I, I, I want to see him succeed after leading me to two fantasy football <laughs> trophies. All right, so um, my pick, um, I'll start off uh, with saying I will go under uh, on the spread here. Um, and so my uh, prediction for this game will be 30-17 uh, to uh, 17, um, in favor of the um, in favor of the Chiefs. So when I said 30 to 17, yeah, so they would cover the spread and um, they would go under, um, as I said. All right, so uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back in uh, just a few moments uh, with the second half. Um, but first, a few, message, or a few uh, messages from the Closet Pack Rat. Hey, New York Giants fans. This is Jenny Vecarelli from the Closet Pack Rat. If you've made organization your goal for 2020, reach out to the Closet Pack Rat and we can help you reach that goal. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at The Closet Pack Rat. All right, you're back listening to the 32nd episode of the G-Men Journal Podcast. All right, so just a few moments ago, um, or sorry, it's the 33rd, it's the 33rd. Thanks, Dylan. Sorry about that. Um, 
So, uh, in the first half, uh, just a few moments ago, you had uh, your predictions as well as your recaps of the game uh, all for the AFC. Now we will be doing basically the same thing uh, for the NFC. I will have the Vikings-Saints game, uh, and Dylan will have the Eagles-Seahawks uh, game, and then we will both do uh, predictions of uh, the games afterward. All right, so um, the first uh, scoring uh, in this game would be the Saints scoring with 9 minutes and 52 seconds. Um left in the um in the first quarter uh and that would be a 29 yard field goal by Will Lutz to put uh the um the Saints up 3 nothing uh then uh later on in the first quarter to be exact uh 4 minutes and 5 seconds Dan Bailey would hit a 43 yard field goal uh to tie the game at 3-3 then um then in the second quarter, with nine minutes and 18 seconds left, Alvin Kamara would end a Saints drive with a four-yard touchdown um, to put the uh, extra point would be good uh, to put the Saints up 10-3. to uh, Then, then um, later on in the second quarter, to be exact, nine minutes and 25 seconds, or 20, 50 Four seconds. Don't know where I got that. Sorry. Uh, so two minutes and fifty-four seconds. Dan Bailey hits a twenty-nine, twenty-one-yard field goal uh, to put or to um, to shorten uh, the lead. Um, Saints would still be up uh, 10-6. Then with only four or 23 seconds left, um, a long drive would be capped off. Um, but by a five-yard Dalvin Cook touchdown uh, to put uh, point would be good um, to put the Vikings up 13-10 going into the half. Then uh, nothing would happen um, until um, somewhat late in the third quarter, three minutes and 23 seconds. Um, a uh, another Vikings drive would be capped off by yet another uh, Dalvin Cook one-yard touchdown. Extra point is good. Um, uh, Vikings stay up twenty to ten. Uh, then the Saints um, would go uh, down the field, and Drew Brees would throw to Taysom Hill uh, for twenty yards touchdown. Um, extra point is good. Uh, leads get shortened to twenty to seventeen. Then um, with just two seconds left in the game, uh, Will Lutz uh, hits a forty-nine yard field goal. Um, to tie the game um, at 20, going into overtime um, with 10 minutes and 15 seconds. Um, so that's five or four minutes and 45 seconds or 15 seconds um, into overtime. Uh, Kurt Cousins uh, caps off a long drive um, with with a 43 yard pass uh, included in that drive. Um, from Kirk Cousins to Adam Thielen, but the touchdown pass would be a four-yard uh, pass to Kyle Rudolph uh, for a touchdown. Extra point would not be needed. 26-20 uh, final. Offensive pass interference. Yeah, that's... that's I don't, actually, I'm not, so I didn't think it was as obvious as more times the Saints have been screwed over in the past few years. Yeah, but um, anyway, that game would end 26-20. Uh, here's Dill with a recap of the Seahawks-Eagles game. Yeah, so this game started, the Seahawks and the Eagles both traded three and out. The Seahawks then drove down to the field and got a 42-yard field goal blocked. Later in the quarter, Seahawks, though, a few drives later, ended up go- hitting a 49-yard field goal to put them ahead 3-0. Late, late, 
very late in the second quarter. The Eagles hit a 46-yard field goal to make it a 3-3 game. But on the next drive, the Eagles drove, or the Seahawks drove all the way down the field. That resulted in a Marshawn Lynch five-yard touchdown to put them up 10-3 at halftime. Early in the second half, first drive, the Eagles drove down the field and hit a field goal to make it 10-6. Oh, completely forgot to mention, maybe the most important part of this game. Carson Wentz goes down in the second half, and... In the first, it was the first quarter, or late first quarter. Yeah, did I say second half? Yeah. I meant, I meant second quarter, and then, it, no, it was first quarter. Um, yeah, and then he was not to return to the game, which put Josh McCown in the game, which if you're an Eagles fan, that is not something you want. Though, next drive, after Eagles made it 10-6, Seahawks... Russell Wilson throws a bomb to DK Metcalf. He goes on the ground. I don't think anybody but he realized that he wasn't down, so he stands back up and runs for the touchdown. They reviewed it. It was good. 17-6. to The Seahawks led. And then to end, late in the third quarter, the Eagles hit a field goal to make it 17-9. to They traded a bunch of Eagles or they traded a bunch of no-score drives in the fourth quarter. Eagles uh, didn't convert on two fourth downs in the red in the red zone. Um, one, then the Seahawks got the ball back. They just needed one first down to seal the game. It gets to third down, and Russell Wilson throws a bomb to DK Metcalf. Comes out with a beautiful catch to seal the game and to put me. Make to make me happy. I took a few victory laps after that one. <laughs> um, and no, I am not lying for anybody who's wondering. So I think that wraps up the summaries. And now let's move on to predictions. All right. Yeah. So, um, so we, um, you want to start? Yeah, sure. Fine. Why not? I'll pull up the um, spreads and over-unders. Yeah. So we're going to pick straight up and then over-under then by the spread. Um, so, first game we're doing Vikings versus 49ers. I think this is an interesting game. This game I didn't have to think much about. I'm really anti-Niners. I don't think they'll win, especially after my former Super Bowl pick, the Saints, um, lost to them. I think the Vikings will win this game, not dominantly, but not that close. I'm going with a Vikings triumphant 33-17 to win. On the road, it'll silence that crowd. That obviously puts them over within over under 45, and the Niners don't cover or or plus. Yeah, don't cover a 6.5 spread. Um, So I disagree with Dylan on this one. I have the uh, Niners here um, in a close game. I get what he's saying uh, with the Vikings. Um, I just don't see them uh, pulling out a victory here. So I will go... um, uh San Francisco winning um 28-21 uh so they would cover the spread by just 0.5 and go over the over under of 45 all right so um so that's that for that game uh we'll move on to the Seattle Green Bay you want to go first again yeah sure this game is more challenging cuz i thought i would have I feel like I would have picked, if the Packers didn't run into the Saints at all, I would have picked them to go to the Super Bowl. But the more I think about it, I don't think the Packers are that good. I think the Seahawks are going to pull up another upset, which would set up a five or six matchup. They get. The, I think the Seahawks will win this game 27-23, to and they'll get kind of lucky because they'll get to host a game. 
which you probably wouldn't expect in the conference championship. And just to spoil, if I ever make any conference championship predictions or any predictions on my own podcast, I think the Seahawks are going to end up going to the Super Bowl. So I'm going so, so the Packers don't cover, and they go over. Uh, the yeah. over under 46. What do you think? All right, so I also have Seattle in this game. Um, I thought I had a good um, underdog pick, but I guess we both actually agree on this one. Um, so uh, with the Check up another Seahawks Niners rematch in yeah championship. Yeah, so well for you, not for me. Right. No, or yeah, no, sorry for yeah. you, not for me. No, no. Or this, <laughs> I sorry, I said it again. Um, for for me, not for you. Yeah. Got it that That's time. The one. Um, so, um, for this game, this spread is, uh, the Packers, uh, being favored by four over under being, uh, 46. So I have, uh, the, um, Seahawks, uh, in a close game. Um, I'll go, uh, let's see, I'll go 27 to... 27 to 24. So the um, Packers just barely don't cover the spread, and um, we go over the over-under of 46. All right, so that will just about wrap up um, this podcast. Dylan, you have one more thing to say? Real quick, because if we ever, if I don't end up doing predictions, I think the Chiefs will beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. What do you think? Uh, um, Let's see. So if I had the... Chiefs and the Ravens. I would have Ravens, uh, Seahawks in the Super Bowl. It's interesting. We both have the Seahawks. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we both have them beating the Packers, I, I mean, they were so close to beating the Niners. I mean, I could. And they beat the Niners the other time, and I think, and they beat the Vikings. So I don't know. I mean, a lot of times playing a team the second time, a team that's lost the first time wins, especially if it was a close game, because they can counter off any mistakes they made. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right, so that will wrap up this podcast. Um, you guys are in luck this week. This will be a two-episode uh, week. Um, I will probably put out one um, hoping tomorrow. Might not end up being tomorrow. I've kind of a busy day. Um, if it's not um, tomorrow, it'll be Wednesday. I'm hoping to do a Giants head coaching candidate's um episode uh now that pat Shermer is fired uh already talked about that um couple or last episode um but yeah so hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh thank you to dylan uh for coming on um and please listen to the episode uh later this week um until i talk to you again um bye-bye